So the last Saturday in the month of June, the last Saturday in the month of June, whether it is rainy or it's not rainy, you make your way to Believer's House of Worship at Okoigono. That's where the man of God, the apostle Abraham Lamte, had been gracious enough to gift to us that we come and converge. We converge over there and pray for the release of souls. No member of your family shall end up in hell. In the name of the Lord Jesus. God bless you all. God bless you all. Please note the date. I think it's 24th. Last Saturday in the month of June. Last Saturday in the month of June. Last Saturday in the month of June. Before I go, let me make a declaration over your life. May the God of restoration restore you beyond your wildest imagination. May, your, may the God of restoration restore every valuable you ever lost. May the God of restoration restore your joy, restore your peace, restore your passion, restore your health, restore your wealth, restore your influence, restore your position. Restore your profits. Restore your properties. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Restore your family. In the name of Jesus. Restore your marriage. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We'll meet tomorrow. Make sure you fast. Please, I beg you. Fasting is not refusing to eat. If you just refuse to eat, it means that you are you are on hunger strike. <laughs> Fasting is when you de desist from food and you eat the food of the spirit, which is prayer and the word. So you let something go for something to come. And you have a topic you are praying. Oh, that I shall lack nothing in my life. It's a good prayer. I'm telling you, I say it's a good prayer. Oh, that I shall lack nothing in my life. God wants that as well. The Lord bless you people. I am glad that you stood with me. The Lord bless you again. We'll be together tomorrow. Marjorie, you're wishing your son-in-law, Mr. Robert Mensah of Tema Community 4, a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mr. Robert Mensah. Kumasi Asante Kotoko used to have a very, very powerful goalkeeper, Robert Mensah.
I'm sure he even he even caught for the national team. Yeah. But this one is Robert Mensah of Tema Community 4. Happy birthday to you, sir. We plead and pray that the blood of Jesus to speak for you, to defend you, to vindicate you, and to honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Another one. Mrs. Samson Kwame, your wife's name is not Samson. I'm not saying it. Mention your wife's name. <laughs> I know as what I said, name is Kwame, yes. Mrs. Akpene Kwame, happy birthday to you. May the Lord surprise you. May the Lord cause smiles. Green from ear to ear because of the giftings of Jehovah for you. May the Lord surprise you with gift beyond your wildest imagination. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I've got to go, people. Thank you all very much for being a part of AOV today. God bless you. Tomorrow, eh? Tomorrow. Please share with me the testimonies. Here's my number very quickly. Here's my number. Those of you who are going to be restored today, today, let me hear the testimonies. So send it to me via, via uh, text or WhatsApp. 024-29-24-095. I hear in my spirit the mighty testimonies. Share with me ahead of time, okay? Share with me ahead of time. So at least... Um, I'll be able to. I I I I believe that it is possible to um, make some time to share our testimonies. Depending on how many I get, if it's not too many, we'll share it. <laughs> if it's too many, there I'll read some and I'll leave some. <laughs> Happy birthday to my lovely daughter Chanel Abbe. Your parents love you. Uncle loves you too. Those of you who have healings, mighty restoration of health, please share your testimonies with me. 024-29-24-095. Some of you can choose to do voice notes. You know, if you can't write, just do voice notes. Just press the WhatsApp button and say, Pastor, to the glory of God. So and so and so and so and so and so happened after we prayed. I can't wait. God bless you all. God bless you all. God bless you all bigly for me. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Wednesday, the 24th of May, 2023, is this blessed day. And this is Joy Time in His Presence right here on Joy 99.7 FM, your superstation, your channel of blessing, your place of inspiration. Twenty-two minutes after the hour of four. You're warmly welcome to today's edition of Joy Time in His Presence. It promises to be a glorious time even as we engage in pure worship, pure word, and fervent prayer right upon this exalted altar. Many thanks to Pastor Mike Niabose, who sat in for Pastor Kojo Frimpon, AOV. Wonderful time. Join in. Every weekday from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. on AOV, Atmosphere of Victory. And the Lord will surely ensure. Jesus. Jesus. That you are victorious. You rose again. You washed us in your blood. And we can come tonight and lift our holy hands. My name is Atuakwa on behalf of my able producers, uh, Abraham Ofosofori and Mikaela Nye. As well as Kojoe Champon, I say a warm welcome to you. on Facebook, so do well to connect and share the link, share so that friends and loved ones will also get connected and be blessed. We're live on Facebook, on the Joy FM uh, Facebook page. Twenty-five minutes after the hour of four, right here on Joy ninety-nine point seven FM. This is Joy timing his presence.
whatever your heart desire is. As you cry on the Lord today, it is my prayer that the Lord will hearken unto you. That the Lord will answer you in his mercy. The Lord will answer you speedily in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for someone under the sound of my voice. As you cry unto the Lord, as you call unto the Lord, may the hand of the Lord be straight towards you. May the Lord answer you speedily and cause his face to shine on you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for someone under the sound of my voice. The Lord will extend his mercy to you in the area of your life where your weakness shows up. May the mercy of God and the grace of God make up for it in the mighty name of Jesus. I lift up prayer for someone under the sound of my voice that the ears of God are open to your voice and the heart of God is open to your heart and that the Lord will honor his name in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. The faithfulness of God, the faithfulness of God is gaining expression in someone's life. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will see God's faithfulness. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will experience God's faithfulness as you step out today. Whatever you are going to do shall be fruitful. It will do well. It will excel in the mighty name of Jesus. For as you cry unto the Lord, as you call unto the Lord, the Lord will answer you in his message. The Lord will answer you in his goodness. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Malachi chapter 3, the verse 16. It talks about the book of remembrance being opened. Someone under the sound of my voice who has labored. And you are yet to experience the benefit of your labor. May the book of remembrance be opened for your sake. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Listen. Mordecai had done the king a favor without the king knowing. He had, he had done the king good. But it had not been noticed yet. But on that night, when the book of remembrance was opened, the king asked, What has been done for this Mordecai? Who has done this for me? And the answer was given the king that nothing has been done yet. At God displaying 
sense of humor. The very person who wanted Mordecai there, the person who wanted Mordecai and the Jews, you know, extinguished from the surface of this earth, showed up in the king's palace. And the spirit of the Lord took over the lips of the king. And he asked the question in a way that the package of Mordecai, the reward of Mordecai, will be prescribed by his own enemy. What am I trying to talk about? will cook up the situation such that those who said you will amount to nothing, those who said they, they would ensure that you will never rise, those who said that will be Yamayashe, they are going to be the very instruments that God is going to use for your lifting. Who am I prophesying about today? Listen. God cooked up the situation such that. Hey man. Had to give the king the details of Mordecai's result, with, I mean, reward, without knowing that it was Mordecai. He was talking about himself. He said, let the finest of the king's horses be dressed up and be given to this man who has done the king so much good, thinking it was for he, him, and himself. And he said, let the signet ring of the king be put on his finger. Let him Sit on the king's chariot and let him be ridden through the whole of Shushan. Let it be announced his new portfolio, his new position. And anyone that comes in contact with him, let him bow. <laughs> can use even the devil himself to bless you if he wants to. Even the devil himself can be an instrument in the hand of God to bless you, to promote you, to turn situations around for you, to lift you. And that is my prayer for someone under the sound of my voice this morning. That those who say that you will amount to nothing, those who say that they will ensure that you never rise, they will be the very instrument that God will use for your lifting. God will so do it that it shall be said that this is the doing of the Lord and it is marvelous in our side. If you are the one I'm talking about, shout a living amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I pray for someone under the sound of my voice. 
cried unto the Lord, called unto the Lord for help. That the help of the Lord is coming to you speedily in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Pray for someone under the sound of my voice. Your name will come up in the chambers of decision making. I am under of Radisha. Your name, your name, your name, your name, your name will come up in the chambers of decision making. In the boardroom, your name will come up. Not for the bad reasons, but your name will come up to be favored. If you are the one I'm prophesying about, shout a living amen. I said your name will come up in the boardroom to be favored in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. A council will be seated. Thank you, Holy Spirit. A council will be seated. will be brought on board and it will be a situation that someone needs to be on it many names will be brought on board but I prophesy under the auspices of the Holy Ghost this very morning that your name will stand out among the Lord your name will stand out among the Lord. All of them will say this one, this one, this one, this one. And it shall be you they are referring to. You will be called to be favored. I say you will be called to be favored. I say you will be called to be favored. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Daughter of God, Son of God, under the sound of my voice. The Lord is bringing an end to every drought in your life. You hear me? I said the Lord is bringing an end to every drought, every season of dryness in your life. It is coming to an end. 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 The heavens are open over your life. Enter the season of favor. Somebody say, I enter the season of favor. Shout, I enter the season of favor. You have entered the season of favor. And the reign of God's goodness, the reign of God's mercy, the reign of God's favor is falling upon you. 
it is falling upon you. It is falling upon you. The earth on which you stand is yielding its best unto you. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I said nature, nature, nature is working to your advantage. Oh, yes. The elements of nature, the elements of the universe, they are all working to your advantage. The sun, the moon, the stars, the earth, the element of fire, the element of air, the element of earth, the element of water, all working together. To your advantage. Creation is working together to abanie somebody anakaya. Working to your advantage. Working to your advantage. The enemy thought he's got you. But listen, they are in for a surprise. They are in for a surprise. Because God is using them as instruments, tools to bring your upliftment to bear. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God is using them. your lifting, your rising in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When the book of remembrance is open for you, eh? That which should have killed you is what will save you. Should I give you biblical examples? Moses is one of the many examples. The same Pharaoh that decreed because of Moses that Jewish children should be killed. They should not be allowed to be born. God used the same Pharaoh to rescue and keep Moses. Not just to rescue and keep him, but to cater for him. What? Extraordinary strategist. That is the God we serve. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I am so stirred up in my inner man because of what is about to happen for someone. Of remembrance be opened for your sake. 
Select the book of remembrance. Be open for your sake. Your name is coming up to be favored. I hear beyond your expectation. Beyond your expectation. I also hear more than you can carry. More than you can carry. Beyond your expectation. More than you can carry. I hear that in my spirit. Somebody, that is what God is about to do in your life. Able to do exceeding abundantly above what we ask or think of. Beyond your expectation, that's where God is going to. More than you can carry. Remember Peter and Cole. Jesus told them, launch into the deep. They had toiled all night and caught nothing. Jesus said, launch into the deep. The Bible says that they had a harvest that was breaking their necks. It was more than they could carry. So they called other boats on board. That's what God is about to do in somebody's life. Are you the one? Are you the one? I say, are you the one? If you are the one, shout, I am the one. I say, if you are the one, shout, I am the one. of immense blessing more than you can carry to the extent that you have to call others on board. You will have to call others on board. Oh yes. The extraordinary strategist your God. And as you are connected to this exalted altar, you are connected to him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless you, my father. I, I honor you, my father. You Show your children favor beyond their expectation. Show us favor beyond our expectation. Show us favor beyond our expectation. Have mercy. In your mercy, favor us like never before. Jesus mighty name. If you believe it, shout a loud amen. Hallelujah. It's still joy time in his presence here on Joy 99.7 FM. We're about to get into the word. Get your Bible ready. Continuing from where we left off yesterday. 
addressing the background factor, addressing the foundational factor. If you're ready, let's get into the word. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are grateful for what you have done and what you're still doing and what you're about to do. We thank you for causing us to be counted among the living one more day. We are grateful. Thank you for your favor. Thank you for your mercy and your goodness. For surely, goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our lives, including today. We are a product of your goodness. We are a product of your mercy. As we delve into the word, even as we engage this exalted altar, we ask that you would open up mysteries to us, cause light to shine. Let there be illumination. Reveal hidden things, hidden truths, and grant us grace. Bring deliverance to your children. Bring liberation to your children. This I pray in the matchless name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God who died and rose again and ascended triumphant, seated on the right hand of the Father, interceding for us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence with us, for you are the teacher of the word. Teach through me and open up that which must be opened up this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Yesterday, in my opening statement, I said that it is very easy to throw a thing into the dark. Very, very easy to cast something into the dark. But to enter the dark and look for what you threw there, yeah, easy. It's not an easy thing. And for you to find whatever you're looking for, you need light. There are things that have been done that has thrown 
families, great destinies, bright future into the dark. And a lot of effort is being exerted to retrieve that which has been cast into the dark. But because it's being done without light, it's a struggle. Because it's being done without light, it's becoming a battle. A few days ago, I was with a couple And in a discourse, I made a statement that, look, you're fighting a spiritual battle emotionally. And many of us are doing that. We are fighting spiritual battles with emotions. You don't win spiritual battles with emotions. You win spiritual battles legally because <clears throat> spiritual battles are on the premise of legalities yes even if it's an attack of the enemy the enemy does not just attack like that there is something he stands on and many a time they are foundations many a time his grounds is on the premise of foundations. That is why the book of Revelations refers to him as the accuser of the brethren. The word accuser is a legal word. And so for many of us, we carry a lot of promise. Whenever you are in a prophetic service and you are picked by the spirit of prophecy, a lot of beautiful things are said about you. A lot of wonderful things are said about you. And you wonder. Ah, why is it that the reality of my life is the direct opposite of what is being prophesied? And you see, you don't doubt it because, number one, there's a witness in you that what is being said is true. You are a very great man. You are a very great woman. You know. You, 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 you are going to be doing this. You are going to be doing that. You are going to be, I mean, sponsoring people in their education. God, I mean, you have gold in your hands. You have this. All manner of revelations. But the reality the physical reality is the direct opposite of whatever is prophesied. And you wonder. However, there's this witness in you that it's true. It's true because, number one, you even see it in your dreams. You dream and you see a lot of great things about yourself. <laughs> but the, the reality on the ground is the direct opposite. And wherever you go to, the same thing is said. I remember one Thursday uh, during counseling session, a, a lady walked in 
And the moment she walked in, the Lord started revealing things about her. So as she sat down, I started telling her. The moment I started speaking, she said, again, I have so so. I burst into laughter. I said, why are you saying again? He said, Pastor, everywhere I go, this is told. I am told this. Everywhere. Everywhere. In fact, I was coming just to test to see, because I know you're a true man of God, if indeed what I have been told is the truth, because what I'm experiencing is the direct opposite of what I, I said. Look, what you have been told is the truth. Now, the question is, why is it so? What has been seen and told about your life eh, is true. It is a spiritual reality. But that spiritual reality must be converted into a physical reality. However, it has become difficult because the accuser has a grounds, a legal grounds that he is standing on. Who am I talking to this morning? A legal grounds that he's standing on. And many a time, those legal grounds are within the bloodline. They are within the bloodline. And there are biblical examples. The angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon and said, Thou mighty man of valor. That was a spiritual reality. It was true. Gideon said, no, 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 no. <laughs> the description you gave eh, is my direct opposite. Wrong address. I am the least in my family. My family is the least in the clan. The clan is the least in the tri tribe. Is the least in the country. If I'm a mighty man of valor, look at where you found me. I am threshing wheat in a wine press. My location is even questionable. You don't give me this kind of salutation. But that was the spiritual reality. It is just that something had gone wrong. Something had gone wrong. If you read the book of Judges, you realize that the fathers had sinned. Israel had committed a sin. And it had given access so that the enemy will invade. And so the Bible says from chapter 6, from the verse 1, that whenever Israel had planted and it was harvest time, the enemy will invade and take all their harvests, leaving Israel nothing. And they had gone on for a long time. But when God visited Gideon, God showed Gideon what to do. And it was on the premise of that that Gideon could save his nation and redeem his people. What was it on? I will tell you. We looked at Abraham yesterday. Went into the family of Abraham. Look at his bloodline. Abraham was 
under normal circumstance, supposed to have his 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 first child in his thirties. If we were to read the the pattern in his bloodline, because from Afazat down to his grandfather Nahor. They were giving birth in their early 30s. As for his grandfather, his grandfather even gave birth to his father, Terah, at the age of 29. Genesis chapter 11. From verse 12. His grandfather, Abraham's grandfather, gave birth to his father at the age of 29 and had many sons and daughters. But when it got to his father, Terah, Terah gave birth at the age of 70. What happened? And from Terah down, fruitlessness, delay in childbirth was the experience. Loss of children. Terah's son died. He had only three. And out of the three, one, he even lost one. And when we go to the book of Joshua, to investigate terror, we realize that terror got into idolatry, which is a sin before the Lord. A sin before the Lord. And that is what cost Abraham. So the Lord visited Abraham, telling Abraham the spiritual reality. Listen, God will not tell you what the physical condition is, he will tell you about the spiritual reality. So much as you have nothing in your account, you have nothing in your pocket, how, what to even eat is a problem. The spiritual reality is that you are dusted. You are a sponsor of the needy. You are to, you are to, you are to build, a, 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 how do you call it, orphanages and Bring people, orphans, and take care of them. Give meaning to their lives. Take care of them in school. Sponsor their education. That is what God will come and tell you. So when you listen to what God is saying about you, and you look at your present condition, you think God is lying. But the truth of the matter is that what God is telling you is the reality on the ground in the realms of the spirit. That is who he made you to be. But an error in the foundation gave room for the enemy to invade and cause what he's causing. So the Lord visited Abraham and said, you are father of many nations. Not just, not father of many children, no. You are a father of many nations. He said, out of you, the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Abraham said, one, one child, I no get and you're saying I'm father of many nations? Yes. Because that was the reality in the realm of the spirit. Child of God, I want to encourage you on the premise of this that don't look at your present circumstance. Track back to the spiritual reality concerning your life. Because that is what has been recorded in the books. 
before you journeyed out of God to come into this domain to take on flesh and blood and express that destiny that was written in the volumes of the books which has been coded in the stars and has been written even in the palm of your hands. Listen. It had been established that you are coming here on earth to express that beautiful destiny. It had been written. It had been established. It had been concluded that you are coming here on earth to fulfill it. But much as the enemy has gotten the chance because of an error in the foundation eh, to seem to impede the manifestation of that which God has programmed for you, make up your mind that there is a way out and you are going to step out. And very soon I'm going to show the way out. Hallelujah. The Lord intends to bring deliverance to somebody. The Lord intends to liberate someone under the sound of my voice. The Lord intends to shift somebody into the realms of the reality of your life. So that you fulfill the destiny that you were brought here on earth to fulfill. Mm -hmm. And it shall come to fruition. Irrespective of the patterns of your bloodline, maternally or paternally. Listen, that which God has spoken concerning your life will come to pass. So don't lose hope. Don't give up. Let me show you something in the book of Jeremiah concerning another family. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 35, from verse 1, see what happened in this family. <laughs> Jeremiah, chapter 35, from the verse 1. He said, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, saying, go to the house of the Rechabites. So this was a particular family. Go to the house of the Rechabites, speak to them, and bring them into the house of the Lord, into one of the chambers and give them wine to drink. Bible says that wine makes the heart glad, makes the heart merry. So what God was instructing Jeremiah to do is to enter this family, call out the sons of this family, bring them into the house of the Lord, and position them, place them in a place where they would rejoice, they would make merry. And there was a reason. The reason was, was because joy had virtually been kicked out of their lives. There was nothing happening for them to be joyful. Like somebody is saying right now, that pastor, that is exactly my situation. 
So the Lord instructed that the, the, the prophet Jeremiah should enter this family and bring them to the house of the Lord. And he said, give them wine to drink. Verse 3 said, then I took Jezaniah, the son of Jeremiah, the son of Habaziniah, his brothers and all his sons and the whole house of the Rechabites. And I brought them into the house of the Lord, into the chamber of the sons of Hanan, the son of Igdaliah, a, a man of God. Now, now watch this. A man of God, which was by the chamber of the princes above the chamber of Maseah, the son of Shalom, the keeper of the door. Verse 5. Then I set before the sons of the house of the Rechabites bowls full of wine and cups. And I said to them, drink wine. In other words, rejoice. Make merry. Verse 6. Watch this. Watch this. Verse 6. Jeremiah 35. Verse 6. But they said, we will drink no wine for Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, commanded us saying, you shall drink no wine, nor shall your sons also forever. Look at that. They, the Lord instructed that they should be brought to the house of the Lord and they should be a table should be set for them to rejoice. They said, no, we can't. Oh. We can't. What is the reason? He said, our father told us that we dare not. Not only us, but even our sons. And it's the reason why God wants us to touch on this thing this week. Because if you don't deal with it, eh, it becomes transgenerational. If you don't deal with it, your children will come and meet it. If they also don't have the fortitude to deal with it, your children's children will come and meet it. And, and it will continue, transcend down the bloodline until somebody rises up and says, no, I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I will not allow this to continue. And someone under the sound of my voice, you've got to rise up. Change begins with dissatisfaction. Did you hear what I said? I said change begins with dissatisfaction. For as long as you are satisfied with the situation, it will not change. No matter how you wish that it will change. You must come to the place where you are, you are, you are discontent. You must come to the place where you say, no, 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 no. I don't want to allow this thing to continue. Enough. Even if not for my sake, for the sake of those who are coming. For the sake of those who are coming. Change begins with dissatisfaction. Verse 6. He said, our father said, we shall drink no wine. We and our sons, we dare not. Verse 7. He said, you shall not build a house. Can you imagine a father give such a decree? Say, if you have a bushemu, you don't build though. No. He said, you shall not build a house. You shall not sow seeds. He talks about investment. You shall plant, you shall not plant a vineyard. 
nor have any of these. You shall not make property. Do you know there are families like that even today? If you try, they clear you off. So you marry, and you and your children, and your children's children, everybody, everybody, there's a story of a young man. I'll continue reading. But there's a story of a young man, I was told, who journeyed from, I won't tell where he, he I mean, came from, to Accra, and came to struggle, you know, and, I mean, God helped him, God favored him, and he started some good business, and the business was doing fine, you know, but he lost his mom and lost his, his, his dad, and, and when he got established a bit, in Accra, he went back home. And when he went back home, he told his uncle that, Uncle, I mean, the way the state of our family house, I don't like it. By God's grace, I mean, God has blessed me and I've gotten something. I want you to take me before the elders, you know, of, of, of the family. I want to pull this thing down and then expand it, you know, build the, the, the family house um, very well, make it nice so that Ochinebi, if there is a function and we all have to journey back to our hometown and we're coming with our friends, you know, uh, our colleagues and all of that, at least um, the, the family will, 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 will have a good face. You see the intention of this young man. The uncle said, ah, it's a good idea, but okay, so you let me take you to the elders. So the uncle took him to the elders. And he said, well, our son has something to tell us. So uh, please, um, the floor is, is yours. Kindly say what you want to say. Say, oh, elders, thank you very much for the opportunity. I went to Accra. I've you know, done well by God's grace. Uh, business is doing fine. Uh, God has blessed me. And uh, when I came, I didn't really like the state of the family house. So I want to rebuild the family house. We have quite a, a, a sizable land. I want to open it up, make it very nice for the sake of tomorrow, you know. I said, eh, okay, okay. It's a fine idea, fine idea. I said, okay, so whenever you are ready, you come. Not knowing that what he told the elders of the family was actually a taboo in the family. You dare not. You small boy. <laughs> to them. He, was, he wanted to spite them. This gentleman drove back to Accra and that was his end. Everything he had came down. His business collapsed. Everything, everything crashed. Everything. He lost everything. So can you imagine if you are born into such a family? This is the situation that the sons of Re uh, the Rechabites were in. 
They said, our father has warned us that we should dare not make merry. We dare not build houses. We dare not. We shouldn't try it. He said, you shall build no houses. You shall, sow, you shall not sow seed. Can you imagine? Plant, you shall not plant vineyard, nor have any of these. But all the days of your life, you will dwell in tents. Do you know what tents are? Temporary. Tents are temporary. Houses are permanent. So you will not have permanent blessing. Temporary. That you may live many days. He said, it is for your long life. That you may live many days in the land where you are sojourners. This is the situation of a family. I prophesy any red line that has been drawn in the family. God, by the end of this week, by the time we are done with God, what God is about to do, you will cross that red line. You will turn things around. You will begin a new pattern in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, if you look at the life of Abraham, if you look at the life of Gideon, and all those who had to break bloodline patterns in scripture, it was on the premise of one thing, and that thing is called an altar. An altar. Child of God, if you are the one God sent me to, I want to tell you that you need to raise an altar. You need to raise an altar. God willing on prayer line on Saturday, that will be our agenda. We're going to raise altars. You, we are going to raise altars. And you will make covenants with God on that altar. And by virtue of the covenant and the power, the voice of the altar you will raise, you will begin a new pattern, a positive pattern in your bloodline. You will step out of the negative pattern and begin a new one for the sake of those who are coming after you. God had to make Abraham raise an altar. Time will not permit us to get into the scripture. God willing on Saturday, we will deal, we'll deal with that. God had to make Gideon raise an altar. Gideon, after he had accepted to, to lead the war, God, the Lord said, go to your father's house. Pull down the altars of Baal in your father's house and raise a new altar. Nobody takes this decision. Nobody takes this step. It is not Bonsem Bompayo. I'm telling you, it is not Bonsem Bompayo. Bonsem Bompayo. Bonsem, because if it is that, all the prayer you have been praying all this while should have solved the issue. It is, a, it is an issue of legalities and you must engage legalities. You need to raise an altar. God willing, on prayer line on Saturday, we're going to raise altars and make a covenant with God. And based on that, you are going to demand your unconditional release. You are going to demand your deliverance from whatever ties you down and it's not making you forge ahead. These are the things I want you to get. Get a bottle of communion wine. Get a, a bottle of anointing oil. Get a bottle of water. I will explain on Saturday what they all symbolize. And get a sacrifice. 
Get a bottle of communion wine. Get a bottle of anointing oil. Get a bottle of water. And get a sacrifice. God willing, on prayer line on Saturday, I will explain. We shall be raising altars and dealing with it. It shall be a deliverance service on Saturday on prayer line. God bless us all. Supernatural Empowerment Summits 2023. Meet the revivalists, the heads of global denominations and the kingmakers. This year, in Archbishop Charles Ogenesari's 40th year in a miracle ministry and the then Supernatural Empowerment Summit, expect life-changing insights for ministry and impartation for the next level. Host and speaker, Archbishop Charles Ogenesari. Other speakers from Ghana, Dr. Robert Ampiakofi. Apostle Eric Nyamiche, Reverend Dr. Stephen Wengham, and also Bishop Joseph Imakando, Zambia, Bishop Joseph Matera, USA, Apostle Yves Castano, Congo, Apostle Abraham Gaji, Côte d'Ivoire. Date, Monday 22nd to Friday 26th, May 2023. Time, evening session, 5.30 p.m. daily. Morning session, 8.30 a.m. daily, start on Tuesday. Venue, Perez Dome, Jolu Junction, Accra, Ghana. Contact, plus 233-548-633-650. Or www.scsummits.org Welcome back. It's Joy Timing His Presence and this is where we want to wrap up on today's edition of Joy Timing His Presence. A mission is accomplished. Mission simple. So get yourself ready, God willing, on Saturday. God willing, on Saturday, on prayer line. It's going to be a deliverance service. I want to wish you a happy birthday Chief Abdul Rahim Idi Puyo, Training Manager at the Human Capital Department of ARB Apex Bank. It's from your Managing Director, Alex Kwesiwa, wishes you a very happy birthday. And all your colleagues, they wish you a happy birthday. The Lord bless and favor you in the name of Jesus. Uh, belated 40th, uh, happy birthday to Mr. Kojo Ofori Jr. of Standard Chartered Bank Head Office, Accra. Yesterday was your birthday. It's from your wife, Agnes, and the children and the Smart Abbey family of Adenta. They wish you well. They pray the best for you in the name of Jesus. Now, a happy birthday to Lieutenant Owusu Ansa, a nurse. Uh, at the intensive care unit, uh, 37 uh, military hospital. God richly bless you. It's from Captain Otibwating of Ghana Military Academy, Teshi. Wish you well and pray all the best for you. And a happy birthday to Flight Lieutenant Vera Afi Mawuto Vija of the Ya Asantua Ward, 37 Military Hospital, wishing you God's blessing and favors from Captain Otibuating, Ghana Military Academy, Teshi. They wish you well. All of you celebrating your birthdays, God richly bless you and favor you. Joy Timing His Presence has been brought to you by Amasha Partners Limited and I Care. My name is Atuakwa. God willing, on prayer line on Saturday, we shall be meeting. Until then, stay on top. Still rise. Rhapsody of Reality is up next. Rhapsody of Reality. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. 
Welcome to today's Rhapsody reading, Wednesday 24th. Pastor says, Advancing the Kingdom. Matthew 6, 13. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. In the concluding part of the format of prayer Jesus gave to his disciples, he taught them to say, Thine is the kingdom. He was referring to the kingdom of God. But in St. Matthew's Gospel, there is another expression, the kingdom of heaven, which though interchangeably used with the kingdom of God is different. While the kingdom of God refers to the rulership or dominion of God, which transcends territories and is universal, the kingdom of heaven is applied particularly in connection to the Messiah, Jesus Christ, and his messianic reign. It's that part of the kingdom of God that's established in the earth and is headed by Jesus. The vision of the kingdom of heaven is the establishment and expansion of the kingdom of God in the earth. It's the work of Jesus of which we, the church, are a vital part. It's important for us to know our role. Each one of us actually has a responsibility first to see to the expansion of the kingdom of God because we belong in that kingdom. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6, 33. The Lord's injunction for us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness calls for every one of us to reappraise our priorities and walk accordingly. Your ultimate desire should be that the kingdom is advancing through you as you impact your world with the gospel. Devote your time, efforts, and resources to the furtherance of the gospel. There is so much more you can do to ensure God's word prevails in your city, region, or country, and the world. Prayer. Dear Father, I'm determined more than ever to spread to the ends of the earth the glorious news of Christ's salvation and his wondrous works towards mankind. The kingdom of God has been set up in my heart. The peace, beauty, glory, grace, and life of God are fully functional in my spirit, expressed in and through me. Through me, the word prevails in my city region, country, and the world. Blessed be God. For further study, read John 3, 3 to 7, and Matthew 10, 7. If you want to make Jesus the Lord of your life, please repeat this after me. O oh Lord God, I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ,